Now we're rolling Damage Plan MMA podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge. What up, dog? What up? What up? Another, another Fighter Spotlight podcast today. We are welcoming Mr. David Balea. Balea, Balea. Wow. Did I say, I, did I jack it up? Yeah, bro, it's all good. We're good. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> What's up, David? How this you doing, man? Guy. I'm awesome, man. I, I'm awesome. It's good to see you guys in person or on Zoom or whatever this thing is. But yeah, yeah we'll I'm see you tonight to too. Here. Yeah, we'll see you tonight too for the way. So those of you listening, David will be fighting tomorrow night at the Maverick Center Fierce Fighting Championship. So yeah, we're gonna talk talk a little bit about your fight and see how training was going. Oh yeah, weigh in like Skeletor, fight like He Man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So how's, hey, how's, how's training? Oh, go ahead, Zach. Yeah, it was a short notice fight, short kind of short notice, short camp. Have you have you done short notice fights before? Like, what's the difference, in the vibe around a short notice camp versus a full camp for you? All right, so um, I have a shocking confession. I'm a, a bit of a psychopath. So um, okay. my former roommate's name is Johnny Parsons, and oh he yeah, got yeah. signed to UFC. He just won on Contenders. Yeah, but like he and I would do like no time limit, like death matches in the garage and just fight you know and then sometimes um he would just have random like friends from out of town like other gyms and cities coming in so i'd be like eating cereal in the uh the kitchen and he'd be like hey bro you got your gloves and i'd be like yeah he's like we would call the house the garden because it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war right yeah so we'd always called the, the house the garden and then he would just be like you ready to protect the garden and then i'd be like let's do it i just put down the cereal we'd go downstairs and it would be like full-on the like MMA fights in the garage with like no bell with just random people. So I was doing that like on Sundays on my rest day. So like when people are like, Hey, you want to come get paid to fight a guy? I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm going to fight these maniacs at syndicate MMA. Anyway, they, I mean, you don't know who's going to pop in. Like anybody from the UFC might pop in and they might be in a bad mood and you got to spar that guy. And that's much more dangerous than, you know, 15 minutes with, you know, a, a, re, a regional guy who's probably really good regionally, but he's probably not 30 pounds heavier than me. And he's probably not fighting in the top five of the UFC anytime soon. And he's probably not got an anger issue, you know? So Who, who's the scare? So I, I feel like you're describing Sean Strickland. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to say his name, but yeah, <laughs> it was you guys already know the vibes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I've done a couple rounds with Sean. Um, I believe there's even a, a picture of him stepping on my face on Instagram because I was trying to, uh, I, I saw some video online and it was like, here's how to do this and that move from the guard or whatever. And he's like, the guard doesn't work. And he just starts standing on my fucking head, man. And I'm like, Sean, stop standing on me in front of people, you know? So, um, did yeah. he, and, that, and then he posted it. So did he post yeah, it? Yeah. Say, he won the round. That, right? <laughs> right. oh man he's oh, becoming man. Uh, i mean this is about you real quick he's right. becoming like an mma legend over the last like six nine months yeah yeah sean's a sean's a sean's a, a g like uh i i see a lot of badass dudes and like a lot of top guys and then um you know there there's certain people that are in the ufc but they're um like they'll they'll sit out with an injury or like Sean's just he wants to to fight to the death against everybody at the gym doesn't matter so um 
yeah, I mean, sparring him was, I would say, in the, the category of extremely challenging. We'll put it like that. I mean, he's he's, he's the type of guy. He should have been he should have been born a thousand years ago, fighting to the death in a Roman Coliseum. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. If 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 I think he would take that as an option, um, and I've like talked to him about that. So yeah, pretty wild. But yeah, pretty so wild, so yeah. when there's a short notice fight, it's just like I've I've got into crazy situations in the gym, you know, because uh, I look at it like this, like you know, let's say somebody wants to do a round, and let's say you know, you're like, I don't know, man. Well then like, you're either going to get your ass beat or you're going to get punked. And I'm not a punk. So I would just rather take the L. So sometimes I'll just take the L, you know? Um, and then when it comes to a short notice fight with the guy that's in my own weight class, it's like, okay, perfect. Let sign me up. I'm, I'm doing the same thing every what day you, anyway. So I'd rather get paid. What, what, what are your thoughts on Ben Hollier? Uh, I don't know much about him. I heard he wrestled Division One and uh, is pretty good at grappling. I guess he's a purple belt in the gi. Um, uh, one of my teammates, uh, Vendetta135, trains with him or trained with him at some point. Um, we didn't really discuss him. He just, you know, I guess he's a good wrestler. Uh, six and one. I'm look. I'm approaching this as if it's my UFC debut, and he's UFC level. And I'm UFC level, and one of us is getting a contract, and one of us isn't. So that's how I'm coming in here. So, I like that. Right. I'm expecting yeah. him to be good, and I'm expecting to finish him. That's. I mean, that's what people want to see is finishers, right? Right. Yeah. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm fortunate that I am in Vegas at Syndicate, where we have the top guys on the planet coming in on a daily basis, and, you know, we've got, you know, 20 people in the UFC just locally at our gym. Um, I have a really, really good assessment of where I am at in the food chain. And, um, I think that that might be the biggest advantage going into this is that I know exactly where I'm at and he may not know where he's at because he's fought more regionally and probably with a, not the, quite the same caliber of training partners. Yes. Yeah. So David is the, is the ultimate goal after this fight to, to get to the UFC is just to get that call. Yeah, I'm a, like I said, I'm a little bit out of my mind. So I'm 41 years old and I believe uh, performance over age, right? So like if there were no calendars, how old would we be? We would just yeah. be like these physical human entities walking around in our bodies. And, you know, just like, hey, there's a caveman. I'm another caveman. Who wins the fight? Oh, that's the alpha caveman, right? Like we wouldn't go, that guy's 29 and that guy's 25. So that guy's a prospect and this guy's not, and that guy's 41. So dude, if the 41 year old beats up the other two guys, he gets the honey and the meat, you know? So that's how I'm, I'm looking at it. Um, but yeah, I think it would be pretty cool to just kind of show people like, Hey, here's what's possible. Here's this really, really hard goal. You know, after 40, take fights, win three fights in five months, get signed to UFC, go win fights in the UFC. And then like, people will be like, dude, how did you do that? And then, you know, I could say like anything's possible when you think clearly and you take right action. So how long have you been training, David? Uh, over a decade, I'd say 15 okay. years. Okay. And how long have you been a pro fighter? I turned pro in 2008 in Tampa, Florida, back when it was called St. Pete times forum where the lightning played. Yeah. Lightning. 
Extreme yep. Fighting Championship. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, I, so I'm looking at it now. So why, uh, it seems like you've been pretty active. You, oh, you had like a nine-year layoff from fighting. Yes, sir. I was doing handstands at the beach in San Diego. Uh, I'm with, you know, uh, I'm pretty, uh, let's say, naturally confident. And I think that without competency, that can be overconfidence. So the metric that separates overconfidence from like genuine confidence is how competent you are. And I was pretty good at promoting myself back then. So I got three fights back to back. Um, I beat a guy named Cody Gibson who went on to fight in the UFC. And um, I had auditioned for the ultimate fighter. I made it to the final round of the interviews. It was for 170. They asked me, would I rather do 170 or 155? I said 155. That was a trick question. I was supposed to say, I'll fight anyone, anywhere, anytime. Um, and then I didn't go on the ultimate fighter. I fought a guy I was sure I was going to beat. I didn't, I didn't understand fighting. And, um, when he didn't come forward and he picked me apart, I had never experienced that in the gym because I'd only experienced like two Rams going forward and, and clashing heads. Yeah. I'd never experienced up until that point, someone what was that, that was content fighting, backing up. And had range and you know that was very counter, very like counter striker right yeah, yeah counter striker very elusive didn't want to get into grappling exchanges and was content to like be fast and slick for 15 minutes so then i was like okay cool let me let me address that so i thought i addressed that i took another fight um with a guy that was oh and one what i didn't understand was that he had taken a four-year layoff to just train and he kicked me harder than i've ever been kicked in my life and at that point, I said, okay, I'm I'm pretty competent on the ground, but I need to I need to fix this stand-up issue. So um I dedicated some time to working on my stand-up. I went on a spiritual journey, you know, doing a lot of meditation at the beach. And then when I felt like I was ready to fight again, I had to make a decision. Is this something that I'd actually like to pursue? Because it, it's quite dangerous and you can get fucked up, right? So um sure. You gotta, you gotta take that into account that like, it's cool to be confident, I'm gonna win, I'm gonna win. But like, dude, you might die. Like you might get your face broken. Yeah. I've had a broken nose and a broken orbital in a fight and I didn't quit fighting. So even though I lost that fight, I learned something about myself. And moving forward, I had accurate information when I did fight again in August that like, hey, this is extremely dangerous. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And that moving forward, you gotta be willing to accept like there's, there's, really cool rewards but there's grave risk and grave danger and um i i had to i had to look inside and make sure that's what i wanted to do and when i realized that i would rather you know die as a warrior than live with regret and wonder what i could have done then i made the uh, the warrior's path and and chose to walk that direction so here we are so are you trying to be as active as possible right now till you get a call from the big show yeah i asked my manager if i could fight three guys in one night so yeah, <laughs> well, yeah that's, he, he's, He's he's like almost he's like looking at me out of the side of his eye half the time because he doesn't know if I'm playing or not. Like he'll he'll just say, "Hey, I got an opponent," and I'm like, "Dude, forge my signature. I'll show up on weight." <laughs> just, and he's like, "You don't want to know who it is?" And I'm like, "Dude, like anyone, bro. Let's go." So, well, I mean, if you're being totally honest, I think one of the biggest issues right now is that's an old school mentality, and I think it'll serve you well, but. One of the toughest things right now is finding up and coming prospects that are trying to get to the next level 
they do a little bit more or their managers try to do a little bit more picking and choosing for them. Right. Instead of just fighting anybody anywhere, anytime, which there could be some risk with that. But at the same time, it's like Dana's been pretty clear about like, those are the type of guys that he wants to sign anyways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I look at it like, for instance, you know, on paper, uh, I'm very aware that the promotion probably is bringing me into quote unquote lose. This guy's six and one. He's younger than me. He lives probably closer to the area than I do. Um, and the, I'm, I'm prepared to butcher this man. And that's what it is. It's like, I understand where I'm at. I'm 41. I'm not looked at as a 25 year old prospect. Right. So I have to go out and fight these guys. And when they're young and they're good and, and I've got to like destroy them in an impressive fashion. And because of the training I'm getting at syndicate in Las Vegas with the top fighters on the planet, there's guys with million plus Instagram followers that are like at the top of the food chain that have come in. And I've looked them dead in the eye and not taken a step back. And when you have the confidence to do that with, with guys that you've seen like trained killers on TV that are sleeping people, when you walk in here against this guy, it's like, yeah, bro, it's me or you. And I'm prepared with, I'm, I'm totally comfortable with either option. I love it. So you guys better get your ticket for tomorrow. Yeah. Come on out. Um, this guy's going to try and take me down and elbow my skull in. And I'm going to try and rip him limb from limb and uh, keep the fight on the feet and kick his head off of his shoulders. I plan to decapitate this, this man in front of his friends and his family. So if you are into that sort of thing, then I highly recommend you come down and watch me give an honest and fair attempt at doing such actions. Yeah. I love it, David. I, love I might it, die in the process, so that's always fun. <laughs> Are you big in predictions? Do you want to do you want to predict what round you de- decapitate somebody in? Um, I've been I've been beating most guys in the first round. Um, these last two fights. Yeah. Uh, yep. The last guy I fought, he had like similar. He had just under a 500 record, but he had had 20 uh, pro fights. He was a division one wrestler as well. Um, I felt absolutely zero threat on the feet. Uh, neither one of my opponents landed a punch on me. Uh, Both of them wrestled in college to some extent, and I submitted both of them in the first round. Um, I think this Ben uh, Holier is probably a better grappler, but um, than they were in terms of like his actual jujitsu. But you know that that can backfire as well because he might get a little more confident in a situation where he should be a little bit more guarded. Cool. All All right. right. Hell yeah, Uh, David. Do you have any sponsors you want to give a shout out to before we get out of here? Yeah, uh, richfighter.com. They help gyms uh, crush six and seven figures. So if you want to pack your gym with new members, uh, check out richfighter.com. Contenders clothing. uh, Yeah, I'll be wearing them at the weigh-ins. Yep, there you go. That's the hat right there. You guys already know the vibes. uh, I'm wearing them in the – I think those are the shorts. Actually, Maybe, I don't know. Uh, Are those the ones you're wearing? No, uh, I thought I wore those for a previous fight. But, um, yeah, I'll be wearing their shorts for the fight and for the – Wayne, they have really cool stuff. They have like all the Rocky signature stuff, the Cobra Kai stuff. All oh, that. yeah. Um, farm extracts when you want to get that CBD and then accidentally get high like I did. Because I've never done marijuana in my life. And they had something in one of them called Delta 8 because they just sent me all the free stuff. And I'm like, oh, here's gummy bears. I want to use these so I feel better. Like, because uh, sometimes you get so after training, you want to just like, yeah, like just chill and like your body recovers. 
So I thought it was CBD, but it had something called Delta eight, dude. I was teleporting. I didn't know where I was at. Right. <laughs> so yeah, if you want, if you want to eat a gummy bear and teleport, uh, and it's legal, I believe in every state that allows for CBD. So go to pharma extracts. Uh, they're on Instagram and on the web. Uh, who else do we got? We got uh, Athlete Advantage now called Pro-Am Medical for all your medical needs. If you're fighting, they get you in and out really quick. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. Let, let's just stop. The, the main thing is let's, hey. I want to promote you guys, right? So I we're here Damage Plan MMA. Like, subscribe, click the bell, leave My a man. comment. Look. We'll go through the comments. We'll, we'll read them. We do all that. So make sure you comment. Share this with your friends. Get the word out. These two guys are legit right here. They're bringing you like the up and coming future stars of MMA. Let's get it. Subscribe to the channel. Come down to Fierce Fighting. We're going to put on a, a crazy event. I'm going to knock this man out in impressive fashion. And then I'm going to go absolutely wild on the mic. So. Oh boy, I'll be in the cage interviewing hey. you. So, <laughs> bro, wait, be prepared. I, I want to do the I want to do his interview. They, <laughs> they might throw Pepsi uh, cups at us because I'm, I'm I say what's on my mind. So easy, be nice to me easy. Getting, we'll let go. We'll let Chris. We'll let Chris go in then. Okay. We'll let Chris go in and do it. We'll let Chris go and do his interview. <laughs> David, yeah, thanks, uh, man. We appreciate it. If you haven't got your tickets, www.fiercefightingchampionship.com. Tickets start at only twenty three dollars. Come and check out David fight tomorrow night. David, thanks bucks, again, man. That's less than a pizza and a beer. You get to see 20 guys go in there and fight, trying to kill each other. And the refs trying to stop them. Get those tickets. Let's go. <laughs> you the man, David. Oh, man. Thanks, brother. Appreciate, appreciate you, you, appreciate like, you comment, joining subscribe. us. Subscribe later. Later, guys. Thanks, brother. We out. It's a nice